Well, it's getting to that time of year when you're starting to look at the calendar, and if you're a parent, you're like, oh, my goodness, what, how much longer? Because <laughs> if they tell me they're bored one more time, I can't, I can't take it anymore. So there's that perspective, and, of course, the, the kids are like, you know, just hold this off as long as possible. And, of course, there's extra concern for parents as we're looking at the fourth wave and Delta. And, of course, if you have kids that are under the age of 12, there was a change yesterday. If your child turns 12 this year, they will be able to get vaccinated. That's a, a, an amendment and a change from previous. But if it's under 12, you're going to be really concerned because what kind of protections are in place? And even if your kids are older and are vaxxed, are you concerned about potentially teachers or support staff being unvaxxed? in the school. All of these things we got to keep in mind. And let's take a look at what's happening with the Toronto District School Board. Perhaps your child isn't going into the TDSB. Perhaps it's a, a different school board. But what's happening at the TDSB, which is the largest school board in the province, is really going to have an impact right across the province. And what the TDSB is saying is the requirements for elementary students, for example, you got to eat lunch in your classroom. There's no going to the cafeteria. They got to stick in their specific cohorts for recess, for outdoor breaks, no assemblies. Uh, singing in indoor music class will be permitted. You will be allowed to sing as long as you're masked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no Michael Row Your Boat Ashore without a mask on. Caroline Alfonso is the education reporter for the Globe and Mail and a frequent guest on this radio program. Welcome back, Caroline. Hi, Alan. The fact that you reference row your boat ashore, that kids are saying that still probably dates us a little bit. <laughs> well, you, you think that maybe they've updated the uh, the curriculum a little bit? Maybe, maybe slightly. <laughs> I, what, are they doing Drake songs now? I don't know. I, I don't know. All right. Give me a sense. Give me the, the top line, what the TDSB is, is saying. And how does that relate to what you're seeing in other school boards? Sure. I, you know, the TDSB, I think, is one of the first to roll out sort of its guidelines for back to school. And in most times, like the TDSB will do it and other school boards will sort of follow up and follow in line with some modifications here and there. So they came up with their guidelines yesterday or they released their guidelines yesterday. The province had done it earlier this month. Um, it's stricter than what the province had rolled out. So the province had said, for example, you can have assemblies again, which isn't something that schools did not have last year. TDSB said, nope, can't do it. We're not doing assemblies unless they're virtual, unless, you know, there's a gathering outside and kids are distanced. Um, they're still figuring, figuring out extracurriculars, which is one thing that the province has said can be permitted again. Uh, clubs and sports. I know many high school students want that back. Uh, the TDSB said we're still working on protocols on that and we're still working on protocols for physic, uh, health and physical education classes. What they did say is similar to what we had this past year, which is for elementary kids, you sit in your classroom and you eat lunch. When you go outside for recess, you're in a cohort, which is maybe a grouping of two or three classes and you're in a separate area of the field. Um, they said, you can sing again, not Michael, roll your boat ashore, but maybe another <laughs> song. Um, but you have to sing with your mask on if you're inside. I mean, if you're outside, sing your heart out without your mask. Okay. <laughs> yep, with your mask off. They're still deciding on instruments. Um, you know, the province said instruments are allowed, wind instruments are allowed, as long as you're distanced and the room is ventilated. And the TVSU is like, 
Well, we're going to see about that. We'll get back to you after we talk to Toronto Public Health some more about this. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of parents maybe relieved that those instruments may not be coming home uh, if it's not allowed. But so those are sort of the top line guidelines that the TDSB has released for schools, um, which, you know, and they had also previously said, Alan, that, um, you know, there's a mask mandate for indoors from kindergarten right up to grade 12 which differs from the province, which had said grade one to 12. So the TDSB has included the kindergarten cohort in their masking guidelines as well. This is a selfish question because I've, I've got um, one in, in secondary and, and one in yeah. eight. Um, what, what did they say about um, the semesters and the quadmesters? What, what's happening with that? Because that was a real strain for students last year. Right. And, you know, many students and parents, too, does not like the quadmaster system. Um, so most boards, or not most boards, many boards have gone to what they're calling a modified semester. So now you're doing four courses, but you're doing it not all on the same day. You're doing two courses at a time. And I think the thinking behind that is that if there's a chance, and I know you're looking forward to that, Alan, of your kids coming back home um, from school because of a shutdown, if there's a chance, it's easier for them to learn from home and for teachers to do it that way if it's a modified semester as opposed to four courses a day. Well, so so now, are, are teachers are still doing, because last, se- last uh, year we had teachers doing online and in-person all at the same time. Are we? There was some suggestion that maybe, you know, teachers that don't want to get vaxxed, for example, they do the online teaching. They haven't determined. So there, is going to, there are going to be teachers strictly for online kids, and there are going to be teachers strictly for in-person kids. The TDSV has said that. But there the data has just come in on how many kids have chosen or families have chosen online versus in person. More have chosen in person this year. So now they're going to source through that to see how they build classes. So I, in an ideal world, and I think what the board is looking to do is the same teacher is not going to teach online and in person at the same time. But for example, this is again in elementary, if you have a French immersion kid, and there's not many French immersion kids who have opted for online learning, perhaps that kid could sign in to their home classroom to learn. So those things, I think, now that they have the numbers, you know, the deadline for deciding closed last week, now that they have the numbers of who's going where, they're going to sit down and try to, well, they're going to sit down and put together classes. I haven't, you know, I have two kids in the system. I haven't heard who my kids' teachers are for next year. So that that typically in a non-COVID year would happen before the school year ends. But now that process begins where they're putting together classes. Right, right. And that, I mean, that is some element of stress on you, you know, for my kids not knowing, yeah. you know, who they're going to be with. And, and I know that that weighs on, especially mine that's going into grade eight. That's a significant thing for him. Um, you know, tell me also about uh, the, the rules on outbreak, because we have different rules for fully vaxxed kids. Obviously, we're talking 12 and older. What are those rules? 
Okay, so yes, it's it's a bit different than last year. So if okay, so we're we're looking at under 12s who are not eligible for a vaccine. So if there is a case in your classroom, you would all be home for 10 days. Like that's a no-brainer. But if siblings are, too, is a sibling rule still in effect? So, I haven't seen the sibling rule in effect. They're saying classroom cohort. They're saying classrooms. They're not saying siblings this time. I haven't seen any reference to siblings. Now that could change, but right now, if you are not the, you know, case zero, that you're not the one who is sick or has a probable case of COVID, if you're if you're home, I don't think right now your sibling needs to be home as well. Remember, they were not getting, the siblings were not getting an education, like they weren't getting any schooling when they were home, right? No, it was just yeah. a classroom that was home. For vaccinated, they are saying that if you do not have symptoms, they recommend a test, but if you do not have symptoms, you can return to school. But if you're unvaccinated, you're home for 10 days and you have to get a COVID test. So, the rules are different depending on your vaccination status. How that's going to play out in high schools, um, you know, everybody over 12, that's going to be interesting to see sort of, we don't know right now, Alan, who is vaccinated and who's not. You know, Dr. Moore was asked yesterday in the press conference, do we know how many education staff are vaccinated in the province? And he said, we do not have that data. So, It'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the school system, the disclosure around it and who stays home for, you know, those 10 days and who's who's in the classroom and how full these classrooms are. And, and if we have breakthrough infections, I mean, we, we could, I mean, we're seeing this already where we have breakthrough infections even in populations that are highly vaccinated. Exactly. And that's that's going to be the thing, right? Like if you are unvaccinated but you have symptoms you still have to get tested and you have like it's determined on that on that test whether you return to school or not so there's you know it's basically a flow chart that um maybe everybody needs to pin up on their walls uh again this year to figure (laughs) out sort of where where you where you fall in and literally it is a flow chart like the province did provide a flow chart that and remember i think you had it last year like we had that chart and we needed to, it was simpler, I mean, not simpler, but it was, nobody was vaccinated last year. So you knew you were home for that period of time. But now there's an entire system in place, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Oh my goodness. Here we go again. Caroline, thank you so much. Always great to talk to you. You too, Alan. Take care. This is Caroline Alfonso, who's the education reporter with the Globe and Mail detailing what's uh the plans for the TDSB, and that's going to have an impact uh, even on your kids if you don't go to the TDSB because it's sort of an outlier. And as uh, Caroline mentioning, the first of the school boards to really uh, outline exactly what's going to